0: call
1: your, sponsor. Bill- call you. call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call you sponsor. Your call your sponsor. Call you. Bitch, call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your. Bitch, call your
0: sponsor with Misty and Sam. Say
1: hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. And we want to clarify that the intention is, bitch, call your sponsor. Right. Not like, bitch, call your sponsor. Hey, right. You? <approposAf>,. Yeah. You. Yeah, we're not up. those kind of. We're not those kind of sponsors. Um. Yeah. So let's start off with our primary purpose.
0: Sure. The our primary, primary purpose, purpose
1: is for Misty and Sam, Sam to, stay to stay friends, friends and maybe to maybe help, help others. others. Yay! Maybe we're not attached to the outcome, people. We are simply Sam and I like to have meat and potato conversations about recovery and sobriety and Alcoholics Anonymous and the 12 steps. And combined, we have over 50 years experience and we do like the traditions and the anonymity. So we are choosing to just go by Misty and Sam and Mm. put out this podcast for people who um have questions about sobriety and could benefit or maybe not we're just doing it to talk to each other really
0: yeah part of me is like i was looking at this um our primary purpose i almost mm. maybe maybe we could part of me was thinking like do is it stay friends or grow our friendships
1: Mm, I love you know? that. Yeah, yeah, expanding. Yeah, expanding. because yeah, cause Stay Friends is like, our primary <laughs> person Is that no matter what happens with this podcast, we don't lose each other. And that's like such a like uh, scary presumption, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I like yours much better, much more positive take.
0: What is the word though? <laughs> Expand or grow?
1: Grow, I like grow. Grow. Grow,
0: yeah. grow yeah. a friendship, yeah. I'm
1: going in with our first topic, which is, since it is Bitch Call Your Sponsor, what is an AA sponsor?
0: So sponsorship, my I would define a sponsor kind of like what the pamphlet says, like somebody that I could speak freely and confidentially with, I think is what the pamphlet says at some point. Um, for me, it's somebody that has been around sober, uh, sane, questionable, I guess, um, uh, and has a uh, sober experience, uh, with steps available to share their experience, strength and hope and, or point me in the right direction.
1: Really you? good. At, I like that one a lot. Um, yeah, I would say up at the top of my list is you have worked the 12 steps of alcoholics anonymous Mm. at least up to step nine and you're continuing and you're familiar with the literature being the big book and the 12 and 12 and you are coming from a place that the traditions in the big book talks about which is loving Non-judgmental, sharing your experience, strength, and hope, and and like you said, if you don't have the experience, being willing to point me in the direction of someone who's willing to give me their experience, strength, and hope, maybe it was something I'm going through, but it's not a dictator,
0: a dictator slash disciplinarian.
1: Yes, yes, and it does say in the big book, like it says, uh this is the way we let God discipline us, you know, Mm. something, 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 but it doesn't ever say that about sponsorship.
0: No, but you know, there is somebody. So I always, I always hear, and we still hear, right? Like if you want what we have, right. So finding somebody who has, wants what we have, whatever. Um, But there is a place Somewhere, somewhere along the line, I heard someone share that in Living Sober, there is a section called Availing Yourself of a Sponsor, and it kind of defines the parameters of uh, what uh, this type of relationship can look like. I have since hearing that, have taken people that I work with, that's one of the first things we read together, just as form of conversation, to ensure that we're kind of like aligned on what this relationship is, mm-hmm. um, and... Uh, there is a, a place in that that it says, you know, uh, sponsors don't have scientific wisdom. They have their own experience and they reach out to help, not down. Oh,
1: that's good. What is what would down to help
0: mean? That I'm above them. I'm better than, mm. you know, Um you know, I've heard like, oh, when I was, you know, ex-sober, like this is what happens. Like, yeah, that's what happened to you. <laughs> right. That may or may not happen to me, you know. When I found my first sponsor, it was uh, in a step meeting. They had expressed to me that, you know, the tw- a 12-step well done is when they stay sober or if I'm a sponsor is when I stay sober, not when someone else gets sober. Cause I'm not the higher power. I'm not their higher power. I have my own higher power. Mm-hmm. So I found that to be useful and freeing where there's not a lot of pressure
1: Yeah, I like what you said earlier on about having an initial meeting with a sponsor, and you are so good about pamphlets. So I'm Mm, excited to have you do the admin and link our podcast to the pamphlets. Um, But I like to have an initial meeting with someone who asked me to sponsor them, have a coffee, and just kind of go over my style sponsorship, which is Mm. whatever you put into it is what you get out of it. I don't Mm -hmm. care if you call me five times a week or once a year. If you call five times a week, you're going to get a lot out of it. If you call once a year, you're probably not. You can go around telling everyone I'm your sponsor and behaving however you want. I'm not attached to it. And I tell them I would like to not be placed on a pedestal because I will definitely fall. And I tell them that I'm not there to be their mommy or hold their hand or to judge them. I have no interest Mm. in that. And I will not read the text from the best friend or from the boyfriend and psychoanalyze it for you. Hmm. I am your spiritual advisor and we can talk about the overview of it and what how we can apply the principles or the steps to the solution. But Hmm. I I have no room for judgment or scolding. And if that's what you find that you're familiar with and what you need from a sponsor, you're going to have to go elsewhere.
0: Hmm. I love that, you know, that, and it's like so clear and I love this. pedestal situation because i think that that for me is so easy you know i mean like if we just look at social media it's like we're being trained to just be followers you know and mm-hmm. um you know i came from a very disciplinary mother and so um thank goodness um that my higher power had a different vision for me coming in here cuz <laughs> my first sponsor was very loving and kind and gentle and um, there was a lot of transactional kind of uh, conditional love that I received growing up, and my oh first my sponsor God. was actually the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like really foreign, and you know, I could get choked up just thinking about it because mm-hmm. it was like he- it was so healing to mm-hmm. to be on the receiving end of that, you know, and not being scolded and not whatever those things were, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pedestal thing, you know, I um, when I uh, work with people and I sponsor, I tend to I, what I've been doing is not um, having, quote unquote, family meetings where, you know, sponsor is guru <laughs> um, or big shotism, which I've seen. Um, and I I don't necessarily don't I haven't been sharing who I sponsor, you know, but. Um, So what ends up happening and it's worked thus far for me is that people aren't asking me how so-and-so are doing Or sponsees aren't saying, oh, how's this other sponsee doing? Mm. And it avoids the triangulation and the gossip and really has it be one-on-one. And I mean, for me, this is like as a direct result of growing up in the family that I have, where everyone was talking about everybody and everyone was in each other's business. And there was really no direct, deep conversations with anybody, as was my experience, you know?
1: Right. I think that's really funny because... I'm not as guarded about who I sponsor. Yeah. Um, And if someone, if one of my sponsees came up, oh, and it's happened. Um, How is this other sponsee doing? I just say I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) Like
0: Mm. you can,
1: they can ask. um, Yeah. But I'm, uh, I'm not going to tell them. And it's an uncomfortable moment with the boundaries.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, and once uh, once somebody has left the program and left me as their sponsor, I don't guard it as closely, right? Like I yeah. had a sponsee that has now decided that she's no longer a member of AA and she's doing uh, psychedelics. And I get asked on a regular basis how she's doing. And I don't feel a need to protect her anonymity, she's doing great mm. by the way,
0: but mm. um, I know she's no on longer, her journey.
1: Yeah, I'm no longer under that contract.
0: Yeah, well, you know, it's so, this is why I love you, you know, and this is, I think why we're also doing this is because <laughs> we come from different perspectives and like in this moment, what's coming up for me is like, I t- tend to still be guarded to avoid those uncomfortable conversations. <laughs> Right, so like I don't have to necessarily have that boundary, or you know, have that you know um, sharing where there's a boundary and have somebody else have an, their own experience, you know. And I actually i I see you kind of like as that ninja in a way, you know, where <laughs> you're able to be like not going to share about it, you know. And you know, I've I think prevented that potential discomfort by just having, doing it the way I'm, I've been doing it, where for me, it's not a right or wrong. It just is, I actually see how it's also prevented me from growing in that sense of defining a boundary, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good point because this is, okay, this is what I think. If you walk into the rooms of AA and you want to get sober, I feel like the biggest thing thing to get out of it is to know yourself Mm -hmm. and to be true to yourself and to meet yourself where you're at. Right. So if you're like, Hey, That's great that you just say no, but I come from my family of origin and it's automatic that I would feel like I need to tell them so I set this boundary of not telling it's like that is knowing yourself that is knowing Mm. your limits that is being true to yourself that is setting yourself up for success. Because yep. you know who you are and you know what works for you. And that to me is practicing the principles in all of our affairs. That to me is working your program.
0: Mm. Thanks for that perspective. I um, I also like this thing about the spiritual advisor, mm. um, which you mentioned. And um, share more about that.
1: Well, it didn't come naturally. Like, it's not like I walked in the doors of AA, which is not the hotbed of mental health, and said, I now have principles and traditions and a spine, and Mm. I will now take all of you through my amazing... I wouldn't be here, right? Like, I was sleeping on tile floors next to porcelain pots, and with every person that moved okay so that's how I Mm -hmm. got here it wasn't the debutante ball and my first round of sponsorship was um, don't say this in a meeting don't wear that don't date Mm -hmm. him you need to do this you need to call me more often I mean it was a power trip and it went straight to my head and Mm -hmm. it was about three years in when I had a sponsor that said hey Misty you need to stop going out with these guys and who are newcomers and you know I'm gonna fire you if you do it again.
0: Part two tomorrow. Call your sponsor. Call sponsor sponsor. call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your
1: sponsor.